0: Welcome to the Pitbull Patty Show. I'm your host, Patty Stuckler. We're keeping it real here with straight talk and sharing true stories that will inspire you to change your life. Are you ready for this? Because here we go. Have you ever really thought about the power that words have? Well, my guest today has transformed his life through the power of words. He went from being very successful in business to losing everything. His life spiraled down to the point where he was living as a squatter in a foreclosed home, completely broke and out of shape physically and mentally. He even thought about suicide. But then one day, he looked in the mirror and made a decision to live. Today, he's an author, a speaker, a life coach, and a trainer. His best-selling book, The Samson Effect, helps people use the power of words to transform their lives. It's my honor and privilege to introduce Rocky Detweiler.
1: Hey, thank you for the welcome. I actually changed a little bit of my bio. We went from life coach to mindset mentor. I coach with a big organization. And this coach I've been working with says, you know what, you're really like a mindset mentor. And I said, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Love it. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely work with the mindset in a big way.
0: Well, that is so cool. I mean, I, I love yeah. that. I've never heard anybody use that before. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think I'm the first. I think
0: so. I think you are. I think you're the original. <laughs> well, I have so many questions for you today, Rocky, and I'm so excited to have Rocky on my podcast today. And and I know that you've lost like almost 60 pounds since you turned your life around. So I'm just really curious. What has always been your favorite junk food? I mean, like ho hos, potato chips. What what is it? <laughs>
1: Never been, I've been on—I don't even know how many, maybe hundreds of radio shows, podcasts. I've never had anybody asked me that. So <laughs> <All> great. <right. laughs> I <Love> like. <laughs> I think I like all junk food. <laughs> Is it sweet? I sugar it. I like it. So I mean, if we're talking ice cream, hey, I've got my favorites. If we're talking cookies, hey, I've got my favorites. If we're talking, you know, donuts, I've got my favorites. So I mean, I—I I don't know if I have one specific one that I like. Actually. If I have a top three, probably my top one would be the like wedding cake with that really rich frosting the white frosting that 's probably <laughs> my cake. I could probably eat so much I get sick. I like <laughs> cookies i I love chocolate chip cookies, however, I also like. The cookies I'm thinking about are the frosted, like sugar cookies that you get at Christmas time. So this time of year is deadly.
0: deadly.
1: <laughs> just love that frosting and those sugar cookies. Oh my gosh! So those are my top two that I really like.
0: So like Krispy Kreme donuts is that, or or yeah. like just like
1: a. It actually hurts my stomach. I don't know what it is. I've I have never been able to eat Krispy Kreme donuts as it hurts my stomach. However, I love maple bars. Maple yes.
0: bars. they even heard of maple bars.
1: <laughs> so maple bars would be donuts, donuts with maple frosting.
0: Wow. Oh my God, man, that sounds good.
1: It is re- like really good. You'll add weight just looking at it.
0: <laughs> well, I got to say like peanut M&Ms are like my favorite, like, John, oh. my husband will, will like, leave a, a bag out and, you know, eat half of it and then, like, leave it by the TV at night or something, and then in the morning, like, it's it's gone. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll eat them, and he'll be like, what happened to them? <laughs> yeah,
1: MMs. Yeah, I like yeah. M&M's. They're not one of my favorites, but I like M&M's. Absolutely. if I had to choose between, like, five different types of M&Ms, M&M's, I would choose the ones in the yellow bag. Yep, I'd go for them.
0: So if, it, so if you have your choice between, like, a, a baked good item, like cake, or, or a candy bar or something, or chips? What, what would be your favorite?
1: Cake. I mean, cake. if it's junk food, full on, like I want to put the fat on, let's go for the cake.
0: <laughs> Let them eat
1: cake. Absolutely.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: yes. yes. I would. I'd down the cake.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, well, how did how did you get your name Rocky? How did that happen? Because it's so appropriate, in fact, now with the way you've transformed your life.
1: Right. I've been told that, you know, I actually got it years ago. I walked into the gym and I had my hoodie on. So there I was walking into the gym, got my hoodie on. And this guy goes, yo, Rocky. And I'm like, is he, talk- is he talking to me? You know, <laughs> up, right. So I look over and he's like, yo, Rocky. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Like no, hey, good, all's well. I thought, huh? Did I just get a new nickname? Because I'm cool with that. Right? I'm good with that. So, so years later, not. It wasn't actually years later. It was a short time later when I was at this really broke place in my life. I was working at this restaurant, and there was a Rob, a Robbie, a Robert, and a Bob. (laughs) And I said, "Yeah, my name's Rocky." And they're like, they said these words that has ever stuck in my mind. Oh, we can remember that. And I thought, really. A name someone could remember because Robert, you know, Robbie, you remember all those, but they could remember Rocky. So I moved out to Washington and I was just, you know, Rob, Robert, whatever. But then when things started to change for me, I took on this persona of Rocky, just the name. And then when I moved to Idaho, what happened was – I started this trend I was living in my brother's treehouse for an entire year. And so I'd go to the gym and I started you know, I went from a fat, overweight, really depressed guy who had no self-confidence I mean my my confidence was just like rock bottom and so I started transforming like my, my life and I'd introduce myself as like Rocky because i like, and they would always say oh I can remember that oh you look like a Rocky right because I was kind of getting built right and I like started building my confidence and so little did I know that changing my name would like help my confidence and start this persona this character this personality of taking on a Rocky and I'm like eh, that's kind of cool I don't fight you know Anything, but hey, I'll go with Rocky. So then, as I started getting more advertising started happening, so publicity started happening, and I got featured on the front cover of two local magazines in 2011. And they're like, "Yeah, Rocky Deltwire." I'm like, "Mom, she like my own my own mom. She's like, Rocky. It's Robert. We named you Robert. And I'm like, mom, everybody else likes it. So whenever they introduce me, and my mom's in the audience, they're like." Well, we didn't actually call him Rocky, so <laughs> we always have thing. When my mom shows up that she don't like Rocky, but everybody else seems to like it, so it's stuck. So I've had my name literally. Rocky Detweiler has been seen on front pages of magazines, on ESPN, on NBC, on CBS, on newspapers. It's been in front of hundreds of millions of people around the world, and I'm known as Rocky Robert. <laughs> so that's how that happened.
0: Well, that's awesome because it's kind of like embracing that whole new life, that, that whole persona.
1: That's very cool. I thought about that too. I thought, you know what? I, I got a second shot at life and I want to take it. You know, I have a redemptive life and I, I want to use this new name. So that's what I've been doing.
0: <laughs> well, I got to ask you to, to rewind just a little yeah. bit and, and just to set the stage of, of your life story. Is really kind of you know the rags to riches you really went from riches it sounds like to rags to riches again so t- tell us tell us about kind of like the first go around when you were successful and living large what what was going on with you
1: well I had uh set a dream when I was a kid, and my dream was to retire at an early age, and so I had to have enough money to survive on the interest of my principal investment, which I was able to do, so that came through real estates and loans and, and investing with a close friend of mine, and as I started investing with him, I'd put some money in and I'd get a return back, and the return was in, in I was living on the interest of my principal, so I actually achieved that goal, and, and it was a pretty sizable amount of money per month on just the interest alone. I would put more in and then I get more interest back until one day when I got that phone call from investigating an attorney saying that I had become a victim of one of Arizona's largest Ponzi schemes. And it was run by my friends who have been in prison since that happened in 2008 or 9. And so in one phone call, I lost it all and ended up losing my home and land and possessions. And I ended up moving from Arizona to the state of Washington where a job was waiting for me. And I was going to live with a friend. I was actually going to live in a trailer. The trailer gets sold on the way out there. So now I have literally no place to stay. And so I call my friend. I'm like, hey, here's my situation. I'm coming to work with you. And I don't have a place. He's like, hey, come stay with me. Well, he lived in this beautiful 4,000 square foot house up on the hill in Camas. And so I moved in with him. And two weeks after I moved in with him, he moved out because the home went into foreclosure. Well, on that street, In that city, there was like every other home was in foreclosure. So I had no place else to go. I would have ultimately been homeless because I didn't have a home to go to. So I stayed there. I stayed there and kept nice. kept the water and the power and everything in his name and transferred it over to my name and paid, didn't pay any rent, just stayed there because I had ended up getting a job, got another job. Then one job ended, another, oh my gosh, I just went through this whole thing for a year up and down with jobs and ended up really adding on a bunch of body fat in my life. He's became a fat, overweight guy because I was really taking on all that pain from. I mean, you, just, I just lost everything, right? And now I'm living in this foreclosed home as a squatter, and I'm working these dead end jobs. Thank goodness I had a job because I kind of kept my mind out of all the negativity and you feel regret and remorse and you feel bitterness and kind of anger and why'd I trust them and other people invested too and now they trusted in me. And like all this stuff just started happening and, and it, it I was alone. I was married at the time and I went up there alone to work and so she's back managing, you know, the home that's in foreclosure. She moves in with her parents and so she's not with me. So I'm really alone, fighting this battle alone. I felt like and it got to a place in, in February, January of 2009, where I just ended up in a really dark place in life. Like all that weight from all the pain and suffering and challenges came to a head. And, you know, suicide doesn't come just like, it's like they take some time to get there and you go through depression and so that's why the power of thoughts is a powerful thing because it just doesn't happen that quickly. It's, it, it's a process. But when you start thinking negatively, then it's like this snowball effect that it just gets worse and worse and worse. My relationship isn't working and here's why and you figure out all the reasons why it isn't working. Or here's where I'm fat and you figure out all the reasons why, it, why I'm so fat. And All these negative things started happening that I was causing and I ended up in a dark place. How do I take my life? And that's a really dark place to be. It's the lowest place man can go. doesn't matter what you go through or what you faced, but I ended up there. So I remember looking in the mirror that one night thinking I'm either going to live or die. Like that's where I was. I was at that crossroads in life. And I decided that – somewhere deep inside of me an anchor held and it was it was the god factor in my life and that's what that's what kept me alive and that was that anchor and then I decided that I was going to live and not going to die I spoke these words I said that I'm going to live and I'm not going to die and I'm never going to give up and that somehow I want my story to make an impact in the lives of others down the road. So I said those words right here at this dark hour that I was in. Went in the other room, wrote a contract to myself and said that I was, you know, I was going to just commit to physical training and that I was going to get up early. And I wasn't no matter what, I was going to commit to this health and fitness training routine because I could focus on that one thing. So in the next Three and a half, four months, I lost about 47 pounds of body fat, therefore building my confidence back up and building my self image back up. And I get the phone call or an email or something. Anyways, I ended up leaving that house and moved to Idaho and I moved into my brother's treehouse. So I literally lived in a treehouse in Idaho for a year.
0: (laughs) Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Yes. And so, like, right now it's 32 degrees outside. That's warm. That's like summertime. Negative five is not fun. Not <laughs> fun in a treehouse. It's no. <laughs> cold. Yeah, zero is cold in a treehouse with, with no, you know, thermostat. I had a small little space heater that I could just hear was working overtime, <laughs> trying to crank out the heat, and it was – Anyway, so I lived there for an entire year, experienced that, that incredible opportunity. Not everybody gets to live in a treehouse for a year.
0: What's that show, Robinson's, or what is it? What was that show?
1: Robinson Crusoe. Listen, those guys lived in like, (laughs) that was, Patty, that was like in the South Pacific, okay? (laughs) You can wear like loincloths and get away with it. So I (laughs) Not not Idaho. (laughs) Yeah. This is, an, this is Idaho in the wintertime. It's very cold. So I lived in this treehouse, and there's no indoor plumbing, and so you can imagine that was fun if you had to go to the bathroom at 4 in the morning. It's just not enjoyable. So, <laughs> so anyways, I go through this entire year, but let me just share with you this. So there I am, lost everything, living in a treehouse like – that's where I lived. And so I remember going to bed. I had somehow shifted my thinking that I was grateful to have like a roof over my head where where the cops weren't gonna maybe knock on the door. Cause in that foreclosed home I never I was like I was living in fear, like I didn't know when they're gonna knock on the door. And if they knocked, I wouldn't know where to go. Like I didn't I didn't know where to live. So thank God there was this new place provided for me and it was a tree house. And besides, it's a cool story. Hey man, I lived in a tree house. So I lived there for a year, maintaining my body fat percentage lost. Well, I move out. I go through this divorce. It didn't last. And now I move into this basement apartment. And I just thought, you know, it was this time of year actually that I was kind of I I was in the process of losing a bunch more body fat. I'd met a coach. And so this coach says to me, because I have a a new goal, my new goal is to lose a bunch of body fat and I want to get shredded. So the word in the bodybuilding <laughs> world is shredded. Uh, yeah. So you just, yeah, you go to any magazine and you see the guy with the abdominal veins, that's called shredded. So I'm like, I don't know. Could I get shredded? Do I even have abdominal veins? And so <laughs> I, I didn't know. So I thought, well, I'm going to hire a guy and find out. So he's like, Hey, follow everything I tell you to do. And, and, and you can hit that goal. And I'm like, Really? Sweet, because I'd never been there before. So long story short, you can research it and see it online, but I got shredded. Rocky Dettweiler got ripped. I have abdominal <laughs> veins. They look awesome. But let me tell you, it, was, it took some work to get there, and you can't eat. And no, cake. <laughs> no cake. No cake. No cake. No cake. <laughs> zero cake to get there. So, but anyways, that was a cool goal and, and I teach and train on this now about the power of vision and having a goal in front of you and what that goal looks like and what the picture looks like of what you want to look like. So, I had a picture of a guy that was the shredded guy on the front of the magazine and I said as my goal December 10th, you know, 17 2010 and I hit that goal. I overachieved it. The photographer, I take the picture in, right, Patty, and and he says you look like this. So would you have a goal? And I said, yeah, here's the magazine. He looks at the guy. He looks at me. He looks at the guy and he goes, you look better than the guy on the front cover. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> man, I felt good about that. So that was pretty cool.
0: That is so awesome.
1: <laughs> Thank you. So that's, that's kind of what happened. That was my after story, if you will, and how I achieved that.
0: That is very cool. So you had just a very specific in your mind's eye. You could see very specific goal where you were going.
1: Visualized it, so that's part of the goal achievement level. You need to have, you should, first of all, you need to make a decision. You need to write write down what it is you want to achieve. And then you have to commit to it. And then, you know, I I visualized it. I literally had a picture of it and I visualized it and I overachieved it. Very few people in life do that. I did that and it works. It works in anything in life. I have a car sitting in the garage right now. That's a beautiful, beautiful, like $90,000 sports car. But we, well, it's actually not. It's a four door car, but it's kind of cool because it's an orange. It's called a Lexus GSF and it's orange. You'd have to search online to even find one. So it's pretty incredible. But the way we we went about that is we got a picture of that just like I did with the picture of what I wanted to look like. Then we posted it up all over the house, and then we put a date on it, and we, in, now it's in the garage, right? And when before, it was just a dream, just a dream. But our kids get to see that lived out in our life. That is cool, Patty. <laughs> That's so- very cool. <laughs> These principles of, hey, if you want something, get a picture of it. Then you have to figure out how to do that. But I was 12 years old when I did that the very first time. I had a little RM80 that I wanted. And I said, Dad, I'm going to have that bike in a year. And I lived four miles out of town on a farm. I wasn't like, you know, had next door neighbors where I could go mow their lawn. So I had to do every kind of job you could think of that was legal. (laughs) And I did. To get this little RM80 and I got it the next season the, in the summertime and I've applied that in my life ever since. It's works. So, so why orange? Yeah, orange. I love orange. So orange is kind of my cool color. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have a- – and all my stuff. I like we have an orange car and Cheryl likes it too. By the way, it wasn't just me. She's like, "No, that's a cool car." She really <laughs> did like it. It wasn't just my dream, it was our dream so we do life together. And orange is a scientifically if you were to say, "Hey, what does orange mean?" Orange is a color of inspiration.
0: I'm surprised your book cover is an orange. You know, there's a lot of book covers in orange.
1: Yeah, so my book cover is not orange; it's white. Let me tell you, Patty, I wanted an orange <laughs> color, okay? But when we when we like did the the test to everybody, like, hey, what do you think? And I was like, I actually had a graphic artist put together what I thought the front cover was going to be. And Patty, I thought this thing was the bomb. I thought, oh my gosh, did I literally think up that cool cover? That's got to be the coolest cover ever of the history of books, <laughs> like people. We're going to love it, right? So then we show, you know, a hundred different people, friends, family, and people we've never met before. Hey, do you want this kind of lame looking one? Or do you want this one? Like, this is my, which one? And they're like, oh, the white one. Like, no, what? Really? I'm trying to sell them on mine. Patty, nobody liked mine.
0: Oh, I I think I would have bought into your vision because I, I think the orange would have been way cooler, actually. <laughs>
1: We are gonna do a re edition probably March, April of this coming year. We're gonna be on a we're gonna be featured on a reality TV show, which is gonna go live, by the way. Oh my gosh, I get to tell you what it is. Yes, so please do. we we just heard yesterday from the producers that it's coming out on A and E, ten PM Eastern Standard Time, January tenth. It will be called Butch and Rooster.
0: Are you starring in that?
1: Yes. So, well, I mean, there's like 10 or 12 episodes and we're on one of those episodes. Oh, wow. And I think it is called Rooster and Butch. It's going to be coming out January 10th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the series is going gonna, gonna to run straight through. So ours is going to be one of the latter ones. So you, you're going to want to see it. We're going to be on it. But anyways. Yeah. Why did I say that? Oh, because of Orin?
0: Well, we were talking about orange, the orange color, and the book.
1: You get to see all my orange cool stuff on the show. I wear orange shirts and my orange shoes. And so I've seen I your orange, orange
0: shoes. You have like orange kind of cowboy boots. Yeah.
1: They're actually cowboy boots. They actually look like the bottom part. They're actually shoes that kind of have a look of boots. I remember I was at the airport wanting to get say cool boots. I'm like, am I wearing boots? No, they weren't. Boots. They were my, <laughs> they're my shoes. They they literally are shoes, but they're orange.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen them. I noticed them.
1: <laughs> I'm guessing one of those guys that's very fashionable where because of the coloring of our shirts, right? I've got green and kind of orange on. I would I could wear green shoes. It would match this coloring on my shirt or orange that would match. And so I, I love that. So I kind of have these different colors for shoes.
0: So tell, tell us about your your clothing.
1: So there I am. Right. I get this new body, this new life. I've got this new amazing redemption story. I don't have a wife now. So I'm I do alone very I don't do alone very well at all. So I'm alone, I'm broke, but I got this new physical like look, right? Cuz I transformed my body. Mm-hmm. So I applied the power of words to my physical life. One down, two to go, right? So <laughs> the the other ones would be would soon come. And I'm going to tie that into the apparel. So the apparel was an idea. So I get featured on this online forum called bodybuilding.com, largest online supplement and fitness transformational portal on the planet. Like they have 15 million customers and 50 million people show up on their, their site every, every, every month. So I get featured on that in front of hundreds of millions of people, like in that year or two. But the way it happened was I, I thought, what if I could go to the company and I could take in an idea? The idea was taking words that saved my life. And that save all the lives of any person who ever wanted to live and wear them like overcome strength, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to wear those words, mm-hmm. right? And, and triumphant and victorious and powerful words, courage, right? Blessings, grateful. And I'm like, I want to wear those words. I've never seen that before. I've always seen big fat company logos. I never liked that. That never did anything for me. But the wearer would wear those words, and then if you look at the science behind it, he would have the benefit of those words. Like, that's a big deal. We've taken Dr. Emoto's hidden messages in water to the next level. Actually, Jack Canfield said that two days ago about us and what we're doing with the power of words. He's like, you've taken it to the next level, and I'm like, yes, we have. (laughs) So – are our words. And so now we have a whole line of clothing that's built like always believe and courage to persevere and strength to overcome and, you know, victorious and grateful and blessed and all these cool messages. You get to wear them on your front over your heart and then on your back. And I put strength on the arm. And then we co-brand with companies where we take their mission statements and we take their core values and we wear them. We take perseverance or strength or happiness or smile or hopeful and we put them on, you know, we're doing some on scrubs here in the very near future. And, you know, we get to wear these cool words that people think about like that's awesome. That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, I like it. Put color to it, Patty. Where you get to wear these cool words and, and neat colors, and you can match your shoes if you're cool. You can do that. I do. Right. And so, like, be like Rocky. So it's fun. I like it. Let's yeah. make it fun.
0: Yeah. And just for you, I wore. Yeah, your it. <laughs> it says, give it everything.
1: Is that our shirt? Very cool. Oh, that's- oh, that's-
0: oh you. That, oh, you noticed that, did you?
1: And I was like, hey, that's our color. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a great message. You could literally wear white shoes with that and you'd look cool. So, yes. (laughs) too If you're brave.
0: Yes. And in fact, I've seen you wear even a full suit with kind of like a pinstripe suit with embroidered words like courage and strength on it.
1: We were at the summit last year where the summit, you go in and you visit, you get a chance to visit these producers, the biggest producers from the biggest shows in the world, right? Good morning America and CNBC and The View. They're all there. And so I thought, you know, I'd never done this before. And for me, it was like a little bit of a risk because I've never, ever seen it before. And I thought, I'm going to do it because I, hey, I'm the power of words, you know, guru. I am the foremost expert in the power of words. Why don't I, I mean, I haven't done it on a suit. I'm going to do it on a suit. So I took this really cool blue suit that I went and bought specifically for this event. And I put on the collar, I put right here, I put blessed. And then I put grateful on the, and in orange, right? I mean, it was going to stick out. You see me like, oh my gosh. Yeah. What are the guys? And so amazing. Do you know what? I never had anybody ever say, gosh, that's got to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I had people say, dude, that is so cool. Like, wow, where can I do that? And so I thought, oh, am I onto something here? So it's been fun, been fun to to have words because I represent those words and I get the I get the benefit of wearing those words, Patty. It's I just love it. I do. I love it.
0: That's yeah. so. That's so cool. So you had the one you had the body all squared away. And then you still had the two pillars, the wife and
1: the relationships. Yes. And the finances. So the
0: finances. So tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So great question. So I started writing down. So there I am alone, you know, new body. And I'm just like, gosh, you know, I don't want to do life alone. I want to have that, that mate, that friendship, that partnership, my sweetheart, my best friend, my travel buddy. Like I wanted everything. I didn't leave anything out. I didn't leave anything, Patty, I didn't leave nothing <laughs> out, okay? I wrote down specific details on what I wanted in a wife, and guess what? She showed up. Wow. Yeah, so I wrote down. I was just going to ask you,
0: you know you got to say, what What did Rocky write down?
1: <laughs> so, well, let's just say I wrote down that she would, she, I mean, I won't get into all the details, but I'll tell you a couple of them. <laughs> okay, like, she had to, she had to like, travel. And she had to be super fun and a great sense of humor. And she had to be an accountant, a bookkeeper. Cause Are you I serious? Said, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at that stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. And I wanted someone that, you know, so this was about what I was looking for in a mate, okay? Okay. We all have, like, what we're looking for. Wish yeah, list. the phys- the wish list, you have the physical appearance, the character traits. I had in there that my family would love her and that, that I knew that when my friends met her, they would go, this is the one you need to be with. So, and I didn't leave any other stuff out either. Physical traits, right? I mean, romance, happiness, traveling. She wanted to travel all those things. And even when, when I, I, I would go to the river. Got this little place I go on the river where electronics don't work, and all I can do is talk to God and have this personal time. And I say, Lord, whatever is in my heart for her, I want you to put that in her. Like things I can't even remember, I want that too. And so he dropped that into. And so when she showed up, (coughs) you met her. She's, I mean, for me, she's the most amazing woman in the world. And she literally transformed into. What it was I was looking for. You're going to have to get my book, The Samson Effect, to hear her side of the story because she writes in there and then Michaela writes in there too. That was her daughter, now our daughter, which is amazing story itself. It's a supernatural story of how powerful that is. So, yeah, now I got this other part of my life. Patty, which is the relationship side that now I've conquered, if you will, the physical, the, that part. I also have this other side, which is the relationship side and happiness. Then I've got this other one that like. This is always going to be an ongoing goal, right? We just came back from Jack Canfield's house, the sold more books than anybody on planet Earth, 500 million books. This guy sold undoubtedly the greatest author of all time of selling books. And we were in his house, and I'm thinking, hey, what's possible here, right? I mean, cool house. In Santa Barbara area, beautiful home and the pool and the cabana and the pool house and like all the stuff that comes with it. I'm like, I don't have that yet. I mean, we've got a nice 3000 plus square foot house, 4000, whatever, but it's not that house. And like that's like so the financial pillar that's a big pillar because you know there's so many things you can attain in in that pillar right places you can go things you can do the home and i mean and like once a month like 30 people show up at his house i mean that's a big deal not everybody wants that right but he holds a mastermind and they they make a ton of money but they help a lot of people and so his house is almost like this retreat center it's a pretty cool deal
0: so i can see you all of a sudden i just had an image of you sitting writing in a in a you know, back room somewhere plotting out exactly what you want. I, right,
1: <laughs> and that's and just so you know that's on our vision board. So our vision board has some of these pictures of these things we want in life, and some of the pictures are places we want to go: the home on the lake and the beautiful home down by the river here locally. And then you know I've never rode in a in a private jet. Hey, I don't know how that's going to happen, but I'm going to ride in a private jet. It's going to. Ha- I just want to do that, right? Never done. That. And there's all these little things in life you're going to be able to achieve, but those that's part of the vision of the of the wellness pillar. So. So. So the Samson, we have the Samson Effect, which is the book. Then we put together the Samson Life Challenge. A Samson Life Challenge based on three pillars, physical fitness, so health and fitness, wisdom, which we call relationships, right, connections, happiness. And then we have the wealth pillar, abundance and dreams and fulfilling those. And we teach those. We teach them to kids and students, and we teach them to adults. And we're literally teaching this to a company right now. That we've seen growth like a $5 million profit increase since they've been working with us. And they've also seen the retention like normally a normal is like 78. They're 84. They're so far up their Richter scale on, on the percentages. It's incredible. And that's, that's come by us training, teaching, coaching them. So they've been getting some pretty crazy, amazing results with working with us, but we teach and train what I personally went through. So it's kind of like the guy that. You know, he's in battle and he's the first one off the helicopter and the last one on. That's what I did. I literally proved this method out of what I teach and train others to do. I went through it myself. So, Patty, I'm not living in a treehouse anymore. <laughs> I have – you know, it's really cool. I have a beautiful three-car garage and, and it's really beautiful. And an orange car. car. <laughs> and an orange car, Patty. It's so great. And I got to tell you, so I have to say this. I say to Cheryl, I say, you know what? I just – I feel so blessed, like, Lord willing, I'll never be a rich guy that just goes, God, look at me. I'm so awesome. I have everything. And you have this horrible attitude and character. No, no. I, I just, I feel so blessed. I feel like I've been, God's given me a second chance at life. And now I want to bless others. I want to help others achieve their dreams, their goals, you know, their, get their relationships dialed in, you know, help with their finances and, and their fitness level. And, and thank goodness we can help them in all three areas of their life. It's so awesome. So
0: so like you, you, you really help train people, teach people how to kind of squeeze every bit of juice out of life. Yeah. Well explain exactly what like the title of your book, The Samson Effect. What exact is that the three pillars?
1: So the Samson effect is a I'm just holding it up here so everybody can see. The Samson effect No, oh, there's my name right there. So Rocky, right? Now it's on the book. So, <laughs> so
0: it's so it's official now. <laughs>
1: it's official. Okay, Rocky. Mom probably doesn't like it, but she still read the book, right? So <laughs> so the Samson effect was is built on five principles. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits and your habits become your lifestyle, how you live your life. And it's a five-step process, right? And everything begins in your thoughts. Then every then from your thoughts, it goes to your words and what you say about your situation, your circumstance. Because nothing really happens until the words get spoken. You can think negative thoughts all day long, but until it's spoken – No life will take, no life is going to happen. So we encourage people to think positive because like, you know, there's a chapter in the Bible that talks about if you think on these things, Think on this, right? Whatever is true and good and grateful and positive and uplifting and encouraging because he knows when you think on him, you're going to speak him. And then when it's spoken, you can't retract them, You can't take them back. It's when you get in that argument or you become anger and bitter and you say those derogatory, destructive words that you can't take back. I hate you. You're an idiot. You're stupid. You're a loser. And you say those things and, re- and then you feel regret regret remorse afterwards. You have to be cautious on what you say, but you first of all have to be cautious on what you're thinking. So you feel yourself start to be Like, angry or frustrated. That is not the time to speak because then what will follow is those words that send out destructive, right? Messages to that person that you probably care about and you probably love, right? Then you got to spend the time to try and like retract and I'm I'm sorry and I apologize and I didn't mean to say that. And but yet, hey, it's already out there, right? You already threw up all over them. So, (laughs) right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it before you speak. So that's why we want to tackle – it's kind of like I'm just going to cut myself, put a Band-Aid over it, right? Did I really solve the problem? Yeah, kind of the Band-Aid effect, right? No, you really want to tackle it in your thoughts first because what you're thinking about is what you're going to say. And then what you say becomes – it's like they seeds, You go and you plant the seed in the ground and it becomes whatever you planted. Well, if it's a negative thing, a weed, it'll grow up and be a weed and kill off all the good stuff, right? So we want you to think positive thoughts. Then you're going to speak positive words over your life. I thought positive things over my life and my life changed patty and when we teach and train other people to do that their life will tra- change too i was over, i was around some single people this weekend they're like gosh i'd like to have what you have no problem just do what i did that's all you got to do
0: <laughs> well you know it's it's interesting because i always what i do is if i have a negative thought I've trained my brain so with, if I'm having a negative thought, then I'll I'll use it as a trigger to then envision something that I've already. <laughs> you're so funny, Rocky. <laughs> Holding up all your gear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're just orange. They're not even mine. They're just orange. I <laughs>
0: love <of> those. <laughs> but yeah, you you, you got to have a trigger to where like if like like for example, my my son when he started driving, I used to worry all the time about him like going to high school, and so like you're thinking you're a mom, you're thinking. Oh, God, he's 16. He has to cross the highway to get to the high school, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's high speed traffic. And then so so what I just would as soon as I would have that thought creep in, I trained my brain to just then envision him as if he was a congressman on a at a podium in a suit and tie. I could see the whole image in my mind, a suit and tie and, you know, like a blue suit with a red tie and a white shirt. And he's, you know, 30 years old. And that's how I, I would have that, wow. that image. And so if he becomes a congressman, you'll know why.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And and maybe I'll have some input on the orange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yes. You know what? That is so true. It is so, so true. You can think the negative thoughts and, oh, my gosh. And the, here's, the, here's the challenge that we all face. And if we're speaking to moms or fathers, too, right, that have kids, You're sending those negative thought patterns out there. Not the best thing to do when you got a – we have a 16-year-old who just started driving. Not a good thing to think about all the negative things that could happen on the road. Not a good thing. But just send blessings of love and encouragement and good things, not negative things, because those and there's even research about the power of your thoughts. And the, you like if we started thinking about certain things, Patty, and I could literally contact somebody somewhere else around the world. Weird. Listen, I don't know about all that, but I just came back from a seminar where where they were talking about it. We are so powerful. We we send out these thought patterns and they're we want them to be good, not yeah. bad.
0: Yes. Yeah, I know. I have a lot of clients that they'll get so stressed out during the transaction because selling a house or buying a house is so stressful. So they get really, really stressed out. There's a percentage of of my clients, a percentage of, I'm sure, the general population that just constantly is expecting something to go wrong. And so they'll say, you know, all these different things. And I'll say, look, stop. You have to assume That everything is going to work out. Envision yourself at the settlement table. Yes. You know, turning over the keys, getting your check. You know, whatever it is that they're selling or buying, and and it's like, and then, but it's hard for people if they're not used to doing it. They have a really hard time thinking positively and assuming everything's going to go great.
1: Yes. That's right. And then you give them the book. (laughs) You're shameless. (laughs) Shameless, I tell you. you Yes, I love how you I just love how you do that. That is so, so smart to do. And you know what? It's interesting because I was a real estate agent, by the way, when I was in Arizona for some time. And then I was also a loan officer, and I actually yeah, so I, I played in both of those fields for a while. Yeah, if I know what I know now, it would be way different. But I would just encourage those people like you that are that are real estate agents that bring more value. And, and we say this too when we're going out to companies. Today's society, no matter what business you're in, you have to bring more value to your customer. Give them ideas. Because they don't need the marketing. They need it from you. They want the new ideas, new creativity and bring them value. And the way you can bring them value is by encouraging them and motivating them, inspire them and sell these positive things that you mean from your heart. That brings more value because we don't know like the stress they're going through when they're going to sell a home or buy a home or all the stuff that happens. It's the most stressful thing in in their life outside of probably getting married, right? It's a big deal.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And you are so good at it because you have an amazing heart. You have an, you have this magical smile that should be bottled up and sold. And it's just, you know, it's incredible. You, I could see just you showing up on the, you know, at the house and going, hey, guys. And you got this smile. And they're just like, oh, my gosh, I want to work with her, right? That's so much fun. Yes. Well, so thank
0: you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. What is, I got to ask you, because, God, I could talk to you all day. And I, I, I'm looking at my clock here. And there's a couple more questions I want to make sure I get get in with you. And I love your energy, by the way. It's just like huge. You're, you're like larger than life. <laughs> so I'm glad I can see you. I'm glad, I, I'm glad you're on video. If somebody who's struggling with their habits, like developing good habits, do you, do you have a tip that you could really give somebody how to develop a really good habits?
1: how to develop really good habits. It's a very broad subject that we could spend a lot of time talking on. I'll give some specifics though, okay? And I don't know what habits we're talking about or what pillars they might fall in, right? If they're relationships or their fitness or if they're finance. And so if I could say, I'm just gonna tackle this one area on habits, is it, it all begins in your thoughts and what you're thinking about. So if you wanna create a new habit in life, you usually have to replace that habit with a habit. So if you want to quit smoking, you need to replace that habit with something else, maybe drinking water.
0: Okay. So, so when like, say, say
1: smoking, um, that's why. Okay. So say smoking. So why, why do you see people that are smoking, replace that with chewing gum? Cause it's a replacement of an old habit with a new habit, right? So I I have, I have this habit, which is his space of time of things I've been doing. Well, I, if I get rid of that, I have to fill it with something. If I quit watching TV, what am I going to do? Well, I need to fill that with something else. How about reading a book? Right? I, I talk to me too, right? So I'm talking to Rocky all the time. So I'm talking, still talking to me. And so, yes, I replace that. So if I want to go to the gym. I need to replace that with maybe eating something bad or I have that space of time of an hour. What am I doing? Like pe- busy people say, "Oh, I just don't have enough time." Yeah, you do. We all have 24 hours and I know a lot of super rich people that look really great. Yeah, they look fantastic, right? I mean I don't see too many super fat billionaires, right? I mean there's a reason that if you want to really accelerate and you want to live at that high achiever level, well, there's a reason that they're there and people that are, you know, at wherever level they are aren't there. Well, they're thinking differently. They're speaking differently. So in specific reasons to the habits, the habits come by you thinking a certain thing, speaking a certain thing, and you implement it into your life. I'll give you three steps to happiness, Okay. Okay three steps to happiness. The first thing is, is that it's first thing in the morning. You're going to take quiet time. That means no electronics, no computer. And all you're going to do is find a quiet place in the house, sit in a chair. If you can do it for two minutes, good job. <laughs> what do, you do And all you're going to do is just sit there and you're just going to like go internal and you're going to think about, All the good things you have in your life. You're going to quiet your mind and not think about anything negative, anything at all. You're actually going to focus on nothing and focus on your breathing. That's all you're going to do. So I'll take this right to ground zero. Close your eyes. Focus on your breathing. If a thought comes in, you put a wall up. You don't think about it. It focuses you to think about what you're thinking about, and that's nothing, only your breathing and your heart rate. When you start to do that, Patty, you'll start to control your thoughts. Your heartbeat starts to go down. Your stress level starts to go down. Your anxiety starts to go down. We've definitely proved this model out many times, time after time after time, especially with teenagers because you can't talk to any 13-year-old and not have anxiety. They all have anxiety. Oh, my (laughs) God. We, we raised a hand, right, in, in the class of 13 kids. How many kids have, have anxiety and all the hands go up? Like, really? 13 years old? Yeah, so we taught them this. Then we teach them to journal. So we have a journal, the gratitude. And the reason I'm showing this is when we created our program, we put together this program. So you see the date and then – one, two, three things you're grateful for, and then you're just going to write a couple of sentences about your day. What this does is it starts reformatting what you're thinking about in your life. And yes, you can get these on Amazon. I show them did here, but you can get them somewhere, right? As when we looked on when we looked on Amazon, we couldn't find them anywhere when we did this a couple of years ago. So we literally made one, and I believe it it re- changes the way you're thinking about your situation. So you're going to journal and you're going to write three things you're grateful for. Today, tomorrow, three new things. I have a soft pillow. I have a roof over my head. <laughs> I have an orange car in the. Gr- <laughs> what I do, but I can write that right. So, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, Patty. The third thing is, is you're going to go outside of yourself. So, one out of the three is not about you. It's about someone else in your life. You're going to reach out to someone else that you know, love, or care about in your life it's Walt at the gas station. Yes. (laughs) Say hi to Walt. Actually call him by name. If you could walk in and you could see Lisa and she's greeting you at, you know, call her by name. Oh my gosh. She's like, how'd you know my name? Nobody calls her by name Her name tags right there. Right. Or, Or it's texting, you know, it's texting someone that you care and love about you love, excuse me, you care and you think about or you you love and just reach out to them, text them and let them know, hey, I was just thinking about you today. No strings attached. That's it. Just watch what happens. Oh my gosh. Those three things will change your happiness level. It's just going to start growing up. Our, we've seen people that were suicidal totally changed their life. And now they're inspiring, encouraging other people all around the world. Amazing. Like this is this stuff works. You just got to do it. That's the difference is that you, you just have to apply it in your life. So that's how you change your habits is by, is by adding some positive things to your life that you want to do that know that, you know, will work.
0: Well, that's really, really good advice. And, you know, I, I just have one, one more question for you. And then I, and then I'm going to ask, ask you how people can find you. What is the one thing, the best one piece of advice, little nugget of advice that anybody anybody's ever given you along the way?
1: The one piece of advice that would change my life forever would be think about what you're thinking about. Okay. So I know this is a little bit of a process. Then start speaking positive things over your life because it costs nothing. There's no money involved. Right. So I called things. Into my life that I didn't have, Patty. I called health. I called relationships. I called finances. Orange car. Oh, orange car. <laughs> yeah. It is super cool, too, Patty. I'm taking <laughs> I feel like it's cool. It's a cool car. It's actually called, it's a supercar. Like it's fast, too. So does, does it have a
0: name? Have you given it a name?
1: Yeah. We call her Joy.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: Joy, yeah, and the and the license plate <laughs> reads Dream Builder. That's cool. Yeah, so <laughs> that's funny you bring that back up. So, start calling things into your life that you don't have as though you had them. That's the best piece of advice I have because your words carry power. Every day, if I'm you, I'm waking up and I'm I'm either thanking God if you're like me, or you're not. I don't know what your belief system. You just you know, I have the right people coming into my life today. I'm going to be at the right place at the right time, and it's it's interesting. Cheryl is wondering why people are kind of going out of out of their way to help us and to do good things for us. Do you know why? Why? That's because I reminded her that that's what we've been speaking. I've been speaking this for years. I didn't just start this yesterday. I mean, great things happened to me. I'm at the right place at the right time. I am just favored. I'm blessed. Great things happen to me. I love being in in the line and they say, hey, we're opening up a new line and, and would you like to come over, sir? I would. I would not like to have to wait in line for another 10 minutes, right? Like that happens for a reason or people want to give us a ride or they want to pick us up or they want to interview us. They want to talk to us, you know, and it's, there's a reason for all that. I call these amazing, wonderful, great things in, you know, for a reason. Absolutely. That's what I'd say. We don't know how many lives that we're going to touch, like, ongoing from today. I don't know. But you know what? I'm just so happy to talk to you, Patty. If we reach some more lives, cool. That's really great. But, like, seriously, I'm one-on-one with you right now, and I love it. It's just so cool. We're just having a conversation. And, listen, if there's any way I can help them or they have a show or there's some way we could, you know, partner, I'm always looking for opportunities. Like, I'm not a closed-off guy. I'm very open. Well, first of all, I want to say, hey, all you amazing Pitbull Patty listeners, you guys are great. I I don't know you, but I I kind of feel like I do because if I know Patty, maybe you like love listening to her. And we're always looking to connect with people around the world or, or right here in our own amazing country that, you know, want to share a message of hope and inspiration and encouragement to others and I I love doing that. So how you can get in contact with us is really simple. I'm actually found at rocky R-O-C-K-Y Detweiler, D-E-T-W-I-L-E-R dot com. That's our site. And you can find us at Samson S-A-M-S-O-N dot life. So those are the two main websites you can find us. I mean, you can even just Google my name and I show up. I'm like all oh, Rocky Detweiler. It's kind of cool, right? I, someone asked me, should I Google you? And I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm like, gosh. Is he, is he going to find me? Right. So I actually Google my email, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of everywhere on this thing. So, yes, you can find me. I'm very easy to find. You can even email me at rockydeed at life. So I'm very open, love to connect with people. And Patty's been a real treat to connect with you today and to share a little of our story. And I, I hope it's always a hope that we can inspire people. But I absolutely 100% think that if you don't have my book, You seriously should go get my book, The Samson Effect. And the reason why is I absolutely believe it will help you, especially right now at this time of year. You're ready to go into the first part of the year. And I am the foremost expert on the power of words in the world. I really, you know, have taken this to the next level. Your words carry power and I want your life to be amazing and incredible. We don't just have people buying our book, Patty. We literally have people buy our book and then they buy like 5, 10, 20, 50 copies for their friends or their networking group or their organization or their church because it really does transform lives. I So, you know, not, I'm not... Honestly, I, I'm really doing this not with the promotional heart, but I really believe our message is a message of hope for people. So, hey, gosh, this is awesome. I love talking to you.